0: or casual gaming conversation the weekly show where myself and the brother from the same mother connor evans go and discuss gaming casually bringing one big topic to the table having a good time running through some rapid fire questions discuss what we've been playing all for your entertainment as always i'm joined with the brother evans the brother from the same mother connor evans connor how are you doing
1: doing all right i'm to be doing this during the the day but
0: yeah yeah it was shooting this not at like 10 p.m. it's got to feel pretty all right. all right, and it's it's a first going from having a late night Lacroix or Dodge Pepper to a coffee, like it's mm-hmm. it's a little different. Um, I didn't introduce myself, and I realized on the shows I almost never introduce myself. My name is Nick Evans, uh, uh founder, CEO, Grand Master of Nevis Island. Um, yeah, I love what we do, love what we've been doing. It's been a hell of a week of content thus far, and this is the hump day. After this. We got the podcast with Turbo, and then we're uh, going into Wanda episode 8 review. So if you like what you hear right now, go check those shows out. Uh, This show is on Spotify, at Casual Gaming Conversation on Spotify. Go check out that page if you want to. And if you want to watch our beautiful faces, go over to YouTube, at Neman's Island, check out this show. Under the Casual uh, Gaming Conversation playlist, there's all of our shows that we've done. And easiest way to find us do we want to hop into what we've been playing absolutely all right i think i should kick this one off because damn like i actually played stuff this past week and in its entirety um i beat for the first time uncharted lost legacy Woo! yay finally uh he he owns a gaming like like it's one of those things that we we did a thing about our blind spots our gaming wall of shame and it wasn't online and I'm realizing how much it should have been on mine. Like, as somebody that the other day was like, "Yeah, what what am I gonna have as my like character during an intro for this show?" Be Nathan Drake from Uncharted, and to not have played all the Uncharted games was a little bit embarrassing. Uh-huh. So yeah, I uh, I want to make sure that I uh, had some full understanding of the series that i love so much and that was the last little bit of it and we played it on stream you guys can go check out the entire stream on twitch.tv it should be up for a couple weeks i'm not gonna highlight it or anything i'm just gonna leave it up there for the time being and i had a blast with it um the train sequence at the end damn damn like bring it back uh it's it's the old saying of, like, if you got a hit, if you need a hit, you bring back the Beatles. You know, like, if you need something good, you bring back the classics. <laughs> and there's nothing more Uncharted than the train sequence. But, the, obviously, the difference here is that was the final sequence compared to the, like, middle uh, climax sequence in Uncharted 2. What do you think? Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the gra- the game's fantastic. I think it might be my favorite Uncharted game. I just think that it, it packs... Every good thing about the series into a really tight package, and it has some of the best set pieces in the entire series. And it just hits just constantly. You have that big open area in the beginning, um, or before that, you have that like epilogue yeah. uh, action sequence you're on the roofs with Nadine and everything, and, and jumping around and getting shot at as you do in Uncharted. And then you have uh, that whole section of the big area, um, that funnels you towards uh, a singular goal, which I think that area is awesome. Yep, and then there's like there's the stuff, um, Sam, which I thought was a really cool reveal. Dude. Oh, Did
0: I, I didn't see it coming at all. Yeah, um, when I they mentioned awesome. early on, like, the Nadine and, like, the Drake's relationship and how, they, like, they make mention to, like, oh, they're retired now. And I'm like, okay, cool, we're not going to, like, I I thought before this game started, I'm like, we're not going to see these guys. And then to see Sam, it, it was it was shattering for me. It was like a shut yeah. the F up moment for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And there's like the whole, I'm trying to remember everything. There's the whole sequence where like they are like drowning or whatever and you have yep. to like get to the top. Or, oh, it's so cool. And then the train sequence with the helicopter at the end, it's it's awesome. For it's just, just top tier uncharted, right
0: there. For me, the moment that really got me was obviously she has like the token from her dad the entire time. And then mm-hmm. when she goes and puts in like the last piece to the uh like fish or like tusk piece, uh, the big one that wasn't the actual mm-hmm. tusk of Ganesh. Um, I started like tearing up. I I got really sad. Like I, I yeah. that was really cool for me. Um, where like she was like, yeah, he did this to protect, not to just like, uh, that that's the reason he gave this to me. He wanted me to find yeah. this. and I'm like, oh, like on stream, yeah. I was like tearing up.
1: I think Chloe's story and Chloe's character is better. Like fleshed out and more likable than like Drake. I, Drake's kind of a shithead yeah. <laughs> for the most of the for the most part. He's making these bad decisions. He's putting his friends at at risk and and always just kind of heading towards whatever is the most dangerous. Basically, whereas I feel like Chloe is a more fleshed out character in the short time that we have with her here uh, yeah. than Drake almost gets in the entire series. So that's why I love the game so much. I think
0: it's yeah, I, the the quips are so solid. The way that the Uh, their Nadine relationship with Chloe, I feel like is the best amongst any of the Uncharted characters. Um, When it comes to that comic and like awesome beat for beat moments, uh, even with like Sully and Drake in the first one, where like that relationship is a little bit more comedic and supposed to be comedic. Mm -hmm. And like throughout the mentorship, like goes and plays a little bit more. Um, It doesn't hold a candle to Nadine and Chloe's relationship here. And Chloe somebody that really was a standout in uncharted 2 i loved how much they focused on i think you nailed it though like yeah drake's an idiot and chloe actually has like decent morals and such and she ends up like not taking the money for like a private buyer and like she does the right thing at the end of the game trying to save her like city like it's it's really really awesome to see uncharted full force but doing all the right things in Mm -hmm. such a small, short package. In the same way, like, uh, somebody made the comparison right away when we got the announcement of Spider-Man Miles Morales, of, oh, this is going to be a little bit cheaper, it's going to be Uncharted Lost Legacy-esque, and now having a full understanding of how awesome that was, it honestly gives me more of an appreciation for Miles Morales, where I'm like, I love short, quick, great games that I can beat in a week and feel really happy with, like, I love being games because I love, like, the accomplishment of, like, oh, shoot, I did it. I I went, I played through all the levels and did something. And Mm -hmm. to go and play Spider-Man Miles Morales on the PS5 right when it came out, that was like a, like, that was awesome and ray tracing and everything. But to go back in time and play really the game that set up this formula of short, great, you hit all the pieces you want to hit, you have the emotional beats, you have surprises, stuff like that they they laid out such a perfect formula with this game on how to make a uh like B tier title compared to these like grand, amazing, full triple A experiences. Uh yeah. and put it in such a small, compact, perfect package. I, I, yeah. I, I It still would has say. the
1: triple A quality though. So yeah. like it, it it's still a triple A game. It's yep. just short, which is like I, just, I think it just goes to show that, like, in the industry, everything needs to be bigger now. Everything needs to cost more because of it. We just need to keep pushing the envelope. Nothing can be anything but a 100-hour open-world RPG. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's like, we need this space for cheaper AAA, solid package um, games. And yeah. I think that The Lost Legacy is the perfect example of that. And I'm disappointed that we aren't getting more of them at this point Uh, like i i like that resident evil 7 is eight hours long like i i liked that and that was like a benefit for me (laughs) i don't want to be in that space for 20 hours (laughs) honestly so i'm cool with that so i hope we get more of these
0: yeah Uh, i think that this game just closing out my final thoughts on it um girlfriend reviews had this uh awesome review of uncharted 4 where they're like this is the best backseat game like that anybody can play I think Lost Legacy might even take the cake a little bit more for that backseat experience of... You're hitting all these story beats so fast with this Unreal production. The slowest part of any Uncharted game or any linear game in general is when you have this open map and you got to go destination, destination, destination. And they go and thrust you in this game so fast with that opening sequence that when you immediately hit that point and then everything after that is gas forward like it is straight linear i love that i love that we got that yeah. early and not late and as a backseat person i could love like doing the puzzles with a significant other or a friend and just like i don't know this is a game that i mm. will definitely see again uh especially if like if anybody's like uh this is a game i will recommend to sam ross absolutely where it will yeah. be you like uncharted but not only that it's short it's cheap it's awesome it's characters you know and love it's it's great it's one of the best Uh packages i've ever played and it makes me excited to play games like resident evil 7 potentially this week or that that game will happen very soon i'm trying to beat at least one more game before uh jake and i stream the last of us in march we're gonna do that over a weekend and get super burnt out of like gaming and like 13 hours of gaming in one weekend but after uh before that, I want to either play Resident Evil 7 or sink real deep back into FF7. FF7 right now for me is like, there. there's like, I, I just want to get to the Airbuster fight. Because after the Airbuster fight, it is such freaking gas. Like the rest of the game with Hell House, with the Turks. And then after like chapter 12, it's even more gas. Like it, it, there there's... That's the next thing to look forward to in that game, and the different set pieces are so awesome. But right now, where I stand, just finishing up uh, the motorcycle mission, I, I'm not really excited to go. And, like, I, I just want to get there. I'm just, ju- let's just get there, yeah. sort of deal. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. So, Connor, what have you been playing?
1: Uh, just to close out on, on
0: Uncharted Lost Legacy, um,
1: do you want more Uncharted with Chloe at this point?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do too. I would love. A Uncharted with Chloe and Sam, and then sprinkling an extra character. I would love a Uncharted with Chloe, Sam, and like Elena somehow, where like they they really just go. Keep Drake should never ever be part of the series again, because uh-huh. you can do it without him. You can, maybe like, and I honestly think that Sully is so tied to Drake, like so inherently tied to drake elena is too though that's yes uh, true um i would like elena for like a puzzle mission-esque thing where it is like okay we need to figure this out and they go to elena and there's a sequence with elena where we're figuring something out not in gunfire i i I, those guys need to stay off the bench for everything gunfire-esque for Sully, they put him on the bench for all of Uncharted 4 for gunfire stuff. Like, that, where he just was, like, breaking into places. Sure, he had a gun on, but, like, he wasn't ever really, like, you and, uh, you, uh, the way you and Sam were in Uncharted 4. Or even, like, you and Sully or Elena in Uncharted 2 were guns ablaze and Those guys all need to be on the bench for the rest mm-hmm. of the time. But, yeah, of course I want more Uncharted. I want more Uncharted with Chloe. Sam is, he needs to be more flushed out, but I don't want to see an individual Sam game. I know that sounds weird, yeah. but like it's it because for me, Sam is just like Drake Two, and I don't want Drake Two. I want I like Drake Two as a side character, but I don't want that as my main character. I think that Chloe right. is freaking awesome, and whatever uh, San Diego Studios are doing, I I want to I would love to see a, another fifty dollar because seventy fifty now is the new like shorting of the price fifty dollar Uncharted package. And maybe throw in Lost Legacy with it. Like, because now that Mm -hmm. game is so old where you could go and, like, bundle these two awesome packages and just make it Chloe's story. Right. All right.
1: I feel you. Cool. Cool. All right. For what I've been playing, I've just been playing some Mario Kart. And, like, there's (laughs) nothing really more to say about Mario Kart than what's already been said on this podcast. It's fantastic. Mario Kart 8 is so good. And uh, we went through all 48 races in one go. I came out on top. So, I mean, like, there's that um but yeah it's just good fun just good quality fun uh i like that there's like a good skill ceiling there that if you just want to have that casual fun time and not even like drift or anything you can still be competitive but you're probably not going to win um but yeah it's it's great it's fantastic there's not really a lot more to say about it um and yeah i just got to get to more games at this point um booting up age of empires 3 tonight probably love that game um so that's that's something (laughs) new-ish i guess (laughs) um but yeah i just talking about nintendo that kind of leads us into our topic for this week so, so yeah.
0: speaking of the topic of the week uh what i titled our stream as and what i'm going to title the video as and what you're going to see on spotify and youtube why nintendo why because mm-hmm. th- we had the direct last week we had the nintendo direct and it was 500 days since we've had a direct and i would be it would be idiotic to not say that expectations were very high across the board. Everyone had high expectations. If you were a Nintendo fan, you had high expectations. So before we go and just continue, uh, for me, I'm, this is like not going to be fully crapping on Nintendo, but it's going to be a lot of it. So let's talk about the positives of the direct, though. For me personally, like the things that hit me. We got Mario Golf. You bet your ass the Nevin's Island guys are going to be playing that during a 12-hour stream down the line. Like, that's going to happen. Uh-huh. And you got Splatoon 3, which wasn't really, like, super, like, I love the Splatoon series. I play Splatoon, and I've enjoyed playing Splatoon. It's a great game. Like, no joke. But it's not something that I'm, like, shut the front door, let's go, and everything. Yeah. Um, and other than that, there was a lot of, and, and like... Skyward Sword being on the Switch is pretty cool, and I uh, that might be a game that I pick up and like go and borrow the main Switch that we have in the in our living room and play. But other than that, it's it's frustrating. Uh, I yeah. felt like that this really was a swing and a miss, and for fifty minutes, dude, just not okay.
1: Yeah, I, I agree for the most part. Um, I do think that they. Just said the expectations were so high, just for the length of time that we've waited for a proper direct. Though, like you just have to understand that with the pandemic and everything, and with things getting delayed, like they probably felt like they had to show something at some point, and this is what the, what they had ready to go. And I think what they showed was okay. There was some really bad low points or whatever, like Metopia and like the DC like yeah kids game yeah, 10, or whatever, yeah. like. It was rough, but like you got to show that stuff at some point if if they if uh, have deals it. with them. Yeah. Um, I am excited to play Skyward Sword. I just want a modern Zelda game, um, for me to play. So I'm excited to jump in on that. Uh, I think that the outrage that it's sixty dollars is a little bit silly. Yep.
0: Um,
1: because uh, for the most part, we're really willing to do that for a lot of games, but since it's Skyward Sword, which a lot of people don't like. I feel like there's more outrage there than there usually would be, especially since they did the same thing with Twilight Princess like, on the Wii U, like a few years ago. It's like, okay, uh, whatever. Um, so I'm excited about Skyward Sword. I I think that Breath of the Wild 2 is probably delayed just because of COVID and yeah. how hard it's been uh, in Japan. So it's a bummer that we didn't get to see any of that and that they mentioned it and then never showed it. I think Splatoon 3 is not that exciting for anybody. Yeah. Like it's not gonna blow anybody's minds that like it's happening and like nobody's sitting there screaming about Splatoon Three like they would like for Smash Bros or something like that. Yeah. Um or like a new Zelda game or a new Mario. Um so but it's still exciting. Like I'm I'm really excited to play Splatoon three and uh I think it's gonna be great when it comes out. I think it's interesting that it's twenty twenty two and that they said this this was going to be twenty twenty one. So I don't know what they have past July because July is Skyward Sword and like if that's their big game for the first half of the year that's rough. Like that's really really rough. Braille Default 2 came out today and that's apparently pretty good. Uh, It's reviewing really well so I'm excited to play that. Maybe Um, I thought that uh, Project Triangle Strategy looks really good. Um, it's a stupid name. It's but, the most uh,
0: ridiculous name I've ever heard for a game. Yeah,
1: I mean Project Octopath Traveler sounds ridiculous too. And, and that was
0: game of the years. Yeah,
1: Yeah, like, yeah uh, people really like that game. Yeah. Um, I just love the art style of. I love the triangle battle system that they have from like. Uh, they're pulling that from Fire Emblem, like old yeah. Fire Emblem games. So that's cool. And then I think Myra and. don't know what the other character's name is for the smash reveal i like that i mean like i like those characters um from the bit of xenoblade that i played and like people just their expectations are just so high at this point that anything that isn't like mind-blowing and is just like a nintendo character is going to be disappointing and i think that's kind of silly so like
0: it it is it is the expectations were so stupidly high i think for smash characters especially we we discussed this a little bit on the podcast it was like Man, this it would make sense to keep the memento rolling, but it also wasn't a Pokemon, like like which right. is like at least they are still trying, you know, like they, even with their own properties, they're still here's the, trying.
1: Here's the thing though, is that they they're mad that it's. I think we're gonna get a Pokemon. I think that'll yeah. probably be one of the last two uh, from Gen Eight. I hope we I, I hope we don't. But the, here's the thing, like. People are getting mad that we get anime sword fighters in the game like so often. I mean, we just got Sephiroth and then got Myra right after it. So it's like, OK, like there's a lot of sword fighters in Smash Bros. But yeah. the issue is that there's a lot of sword fighters in video games like <laughs> and there's not a lot of like gun characters that you get to put into Smash Bros that are like acceptable. Yep. So like maybe like the, the only reason Doom guy even makes sense is because he's like a different gameplay style yeah. than a lot of other characters. So there's excitement for Sephiroth because he's a sword fighter, but he's a popular sword fighter. But he, now we're pissed off of about most... Myra because she's a sword fighter. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So if it's Sora, he's a sword fighter anime character. Yep. Are we going to be pissed then? No, it, we'll be excited. It's just because it's Myra and people are, are butthurt that it's a Nintendo character that they don't particularly have, like, a history with. So they're yeah. just kind of angry. But it, I think it's cool. I think it's exciting.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it overall. It's, it's more, like... The idea of when we were building this showcase, basically, on the last show, it was, okay, we know we're getting a Smash character. And the fact that we did, I'm like, cool, that's a box checked. Like, Mm -hmm. in in general, it didn't matter who it was. It was like, okay, there's excitement because Smash is one of their big boys. That's one of their, like, key players in Nintendo right now that continues to produce money, continues to produce hype. Like, there will always be hype for a Smash character reveal, period. Because it's just Mm -hmm. like, it could be. Anyone, and they've blown the doors off with these past two fighter packs, where it really can be freaking anyone, like anyone okay. from Sephiroth to Minecraft Steve. Like it's awesome, and I love that we live in that world where the hype is there. Uh I wouldn't say disappointment was there. I would say more personally, it was just like, oh, this fits for some people, and I'm a little bit underwhelmed, but I'm not everyone. And you right. just can't be butthurt at everything. Because there's going to be ones that I'm super excited about that no one else is. And then there's going to be ones that no one else is excited. But, like, you know, it doesn't it Yeah, exactly.
1: Good. Like I, I'm not excited for Minecraft Steve. Yeah. Like, I didn't care about that. I would, I'd rather Min Min, who yeah. is the, the ARMS character. Like, I think that's more interesting to me. But it's fine, like, yeah. that, that they're there. Like, I'm not going to boo-hoo it for the people who are excited about that. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I think it was rough... I think that the first half of this year is going to be a really weird spot for the Switch especially after having like such a solid first couple years and then we have three, this last three year perfect yeah.
0: years it like
1: yeah up until up until Animal Crossing you're you're talking like really good years yeah. um and then most of last year was pretty rough we did get the Mario All-Stars which is like a, a disappointment it was a tide over just yeah. like a, a attempt something. to just move you yeah. It's definitely something, and that's kind of what Skyward Sword is. Yeah. It's something, but it's not great, and it's not something to be really excited about. And you have to hope that like this is all just... They kind of blew their load in the first few years with the, the games they had prepared, because they moved a lot from Wii U to the Switch to really knock it out of the park, which is what they probably did. Yeah. And now they're kind of reloading and trying to figure out like what to do there. My only issue is that... I feel like they could do more. Like, you have Metroid Prime Trilogy. Like yeah. Honestly, just, just put it, like, HD, which, like, the Wii wasn't. So, yeah. just make it HD, put it on the Switch, make bank. Yep. Um, You have all of these remasters that you did for Zelda. It's the 35th anniversary on Wii U. Just port them. Like, you don't even have to update them. Yeah. Just them and give them to us like that would have made the entire thing just way more exciting the fact that they like did just skyward sword ruins the whole thing like they had an opportunity there do i think those games are gonna come down the line yeah i do um but it's just really frustrating in general that we only got skyward sword
0: yeah uh just going back a little bit it's (laughs) this sucked in my opinion i gave it a four out of ten and that was solely due to the fact that we did get a Smash announcement. And even though it didn't speak to me, we did. And there was, Zelda did show up. And Mario did show up. There were some players there. Mm-hmm. but it And Splatoon 3, as a close, I'm fine with that closing this thing. Like, I'm yeah, like, that, that's, that's a hype announcement. That is one of your best properties putting your best foot forward. But for mm-hmm. that to be 2022, we are in, especially for the first six months, a wasteland like until june a wasteland of games where I,
1: if splatoon 3 was like this year yeah like if it was july or like or august or something i think you we were talking about this a lot
0: differently yep so well because i would say the i was talking about this on uh the bonus episode of casual entertainment the other day i know as a playstation consumer I'm getting one banger in the first half, one banger in the second half, and those two games are going to go in. I can fill out the rest of my catalog with multiplayer games and things on the PlayStation Plus collection and whatever the hell else I want to play. But I know Hmm. I have those two. We are now going into our third semester, basically, since we got Animal Crossing, where that was March. So it's been about a full year now. Hmm. And for the next bit... We still haven't had a quote-unquote banger, a best-foot-forward, okay, this is why – a Switch seller, I think is a decent way to say it. Like, there's nothing that is going to go and be like, oh, here we go. And that's not to say that the first three years of the Switch weren't amazing. I feel like they're in a really weird spot where they are, like, in that middle area of their life cycle Hmm. where, yeah. we I assume that the, like, last two years of the Switch are going to be awesome where we will finally get – Metroid, we will finally get Bayonetta. We will finally get these banger games that we've been waiting for. But like the fact though that they COVID came in, yeah, that blew up some plans. But I don't know what they were trying to release last last year. You know, like what yeah. was the thing? What last was pushed year?
1: from last year into this year? Exactly. We should be getting something, and we're not getting anything. Anything. Um. And, so it's, yeah, it's pretty frustrating.
0: And so now as somebody that, like, is rooting for Nintendo. Nintendo, for me, Mm -hmm. is, like, they're they're sort of... It's like Russell Wilson on Seahawks. Everyone just, like, likes Russell Wilson. Nobody's, like, screw Russell Wilson. He's just a good guy. Nintendo is, like, yeah, they're going to go and all the games are 60 bucks and you'll never get anything on sale. But they're so friendly and awesome and they're normally pretty good to their consumers and they release Mm -hmm. awesome games that you're able to just be like, this is sick and... Mario Kart 8 is a game that we both have been playing over the like past week. Freaking awesome game. And they don't they do that. They did that all twenty seventeen. All twenty eighteen. What's twenty nineteen gonna hold? Pokemon. Like like twenty eighteen. Smash. Twenty seventeen. Odyssey. Breath of the wild. Like there were flagship titles. They had their big boys, their first bit, and everyone was like, Well, what do they got next? And it was well, uh, uh, For me, I literally asked like uh, Matt, who normally is in the chat, hanging out with us doing this show. I'm like, "What? What's Nintendo's next move?" And he's like, "Well, they got Metroid. They got they they can start on a new Mario game. It's been enough time. Stuff like that." It's yeah. It's been a lot a long time. Yeah, really. So, so, where where are the players? Where are the big boys? And like now it is June. We're getting nothing. And overall, in the video game landscape. From January to June, there is not a lot happening. Like right. it, it, for PlayStation, Ratchet's pushed off. I'm really excited for the uh for the I, I want to say direct for the State of Play today that's happening in about an hour, um, or two hours, but one <laughs> one hours. of the two. Um, and it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be hype. Like I that's gonna. But it, there probably won't be anything other than ports in the first six months. Uh, I would assume unless. The only thing that I could imagine that would like blow my mind would be a Last of Us factions that that would be the only thing that I could see coming out in the first yes. six months, and that would that would be a b- blowing my pants off, and I yeah. don't expect that, especially in the first six months. But I think that, that could make sense. It's not impossible for that to be there, especially about a year after mm-hmm. it, was, especially if it's in like June ish or August, so full year, um, but. There's not really a lot going on, and we don't even need to talk about Xbox. They're, they're still gearing up for Halo. They, they did their pre-launch. They're, they're a lot like Nevis Island, where we had our first launch, and then we did our reboot, and then like the summers are real, real launch. Like We we have had multiple like periods, so Xbox had their launch, and then it's like, oh, we're going to have Halo now. And, oh, no, Halo's all the way over here. Hmm. That's when their ball's going to start really getting rolling with their bangers, and I'm super excited for that time period to finally hit. But these first six months of gaming, yeah, it's rough. And I think that Nintendo could have used this opportunity, though, where all eyes were on Xbox and Sony because they had the console launches. And now here we are where they're finally settled in. Everyone's played their Miles Morales. Everyone's played their Demon Souls. Everyone's played their Dirt 3 on Xbox. Like, everyone's played their launch line of games and now here we are 2021 it's uh january's over february's almost over we are about to be in march we're about to be in a literal like quarter away and the most exciting game that's coming out in the future is and clank in june like yeah that's th- there was such a huge opportunity mm-hmm. that got shit away <laughs> like are you kidding right. me
1: yeah, but I mean that's just console launches. When it comes to uh, to Sony and Microsoft with with the Xbox and, and PlayStation, like you kind of have to expect this kind of for a new console. You Which have your big hitters in the beginning, and then everything kind of transitions over, yeah. and it takes some time. Um, so I think it's been a really solid few months for PlayStation or whatever. Just yeah. with that in mind, uh, to launch with those two games is, is good. But like you said, it's just been a lull after that, and. I'm okay with that and it's nice to be able to get caught up on old stuff if you want to or just really dive into Valorant like I, like <laughs> I have and just play multiplayer stuff um, and really just experience that stuff. Uh, but the reason that I haven't been playing anything else is just because there's nothing new to play and there's nothing I feel like I really need to get on top of. Um, and I, I agree that Nintendo could have really kind of knocked one out of the park here and had something um, in these next few months. And it's really disappointing that they didn't have it, but... Let's just kinda of go to the future now. Like well, so we know what they we know what they're we're getting up till July.
0: Yeah. Bef- what do we Before we do that, before we really quick, if Mario Golf, a like not like a banger, I understand, but it's a Mario title, it's a sports title, it, it will sell copies, like a crap ton of copies. Mm-hmm. If that game was in April or March, different conversation we're having. I because then I feel like we got that. And then we can hope for something, and then we got Skyward Sword sort of tied over. And then you hope for the future, like that there's gonna be something in November. And at the end of when the day, is,
1: when is Mario Golf?
0: It's in I believe July or August or June. It's it's summer. I know it's in the summer. Not, it's it's the not summers.
1: past. It's not past July. I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah,
0: it's it's, it's definitely not. But he, I
1: I don't agree with that honestly. I think I think you're overestimating how much people like Mario Golf and like the conversation that we're having about this direct. And, like, the upcoming year for Nintendo it isn't going to change much with Gar- Mario Golf.
0: It's I, like it's like an
1: additive, but it's not, like, a
0: winner, if that makes sense. I, I know it's not a winner, but, like, I know that's... I want to be... So, it's uh, June 25th. Um, I know it's Damn. not a... Yeah. Like, that's so long! That's so far long! That's so yeah. long. I, Everything's far away. But, like, point. it's just... What is getting you to pick up your Switch is the main thing. And I feel like that could make people want to pick up their switch or at least that's a game that you can look at as a if the switch is the only thing you have as man, uh, what's gonna be my first half of the year game? And then Correct. you're able to skip over Skyward uh, sword because like Mario Tennis is another thing that people picked up because it was there mm-hmm. and it, you could play it and the, what like that game sold way more copies than it should have just through the fact that it was there. like at the very start yeah. of everything. So now you go and you have Mario Golf, which I would say is very, very much like Mario Tennis. It's not going to, like, break open a console, but it's going to sell enough copies to where, you're like, it's going to do something. If that was early enough on, and then if you wanted to, if you're, like, a little bit more into your Switch, you want to pick it up a little bit more frequently, yeah, you replay Skyward Sword if you played it before, pick it up for the first time if you haven't. Then, and, because we're going to get a Switch uh, Direct probably E3-ish time this year. I would be... You would shocked. Help. I would be shocked if we didn't. I would I wouldn't only be shocked, I'd be pissed. I would be legitimately yeah. pissed if we didn't get a full-on and I think that Sony's the same way. I think that they are doing a direct now, and then we're gonna get a direct halfway through the year, and that's gonna basically say the rest of what we're doing. And then I also think that like uh we'll get mini directs and we'll get Sony's state of plays for certain games like Horizon. Which I, I hope that we do see today in some capacity. I would love a date. I would, I would love a yeah, date for Horizon. I could get it. I could get it. I do too. I, um, I think that that closes, and I think that that's what we get because uh, we haven't seen yeah. Horizon since it's only, oh, June. We haven't seen it's Horizon only thirty minutes. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I, I get that though. Like I, I think the whole timetable schedule has just shifted so much for PlayStation. I think they intended to have Ratchet and Clank earlier, and then now they intended to have Horizon a little bit earlier, and then put God of War in the in the fall and now that everything's been pushed i think that they probably they might i don't think this is the case but they might have just delayed god of war just even if they were ready just did not have everything stacked on top of each other yep. like you don't want that and yep. I, I mean like going back to like even last year or whatever like um with speaking nintendo with Animal Crossing. They put out Animal Crossing in March, not because it wasn't ready. In my opinion, they did it because they were freaking stacked throughout 2019. It was yeah. like Fire Emblem, uh, Mario Maker, Pokemon. and Pokemon, like just all, all in, in a row. Yeah. yeah, and and Mario Maker and Fire Emblem were like June, July, like and, it was like right on top of and uh, Link's w- Awakening
0: and Luigi's Mansion three
1: and Luigi. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, it was, it was really crazy.
0: T- 20, like just going and discussing because I'll never forget year one and year two of the Switch being like, this is insane how did they keep it up and then and
1: and you had smash bros in december yeah of that 2018 2018. so it was like it was all like right on top of each other it was so
0: good like the switch and that's why it that's why we're titling this why nintendo it's not because there's just like nothing in nintendo sucks because they don't they've done so good and we just as nintendo fans and players have come to expect Three, four, five bangers, and now last year of getting basically one. We're like, mm-hmm. we understand COVID. Like every, the gaming industry got shaken up hugely, and gaming was there for all of us in 2020 in a huge way, and we're very thankful that we got that. 2021, things got pushed. Halo got pushed. Ratchet and Clank got pushed. These things that definitely were affected by COVID got pushed. Mm-hmm. what the hell got pushed from nintendo it's it's just frustrating
1: yeah um, i i think that i don't know i i think that it's a combination of covid and the fact that they really knocked it out of the park those first three years and yeah. that they, they it's just the way the development works like you have to give these developers time like you have to imagine that odyssey and breath of the wild were i mean we know breath of the wild was in development for like like we saw it six. first in like 2015 yes like six years probably yeah. and then uh and then Uh, supposedly like five years potentially for odyssey um depending on uh, when mario world came out oh we just had mario world come out
0: five Um, years that came out in 2017 why do you not close with a 2022 the i would have crap my pants if just the mario hat went on the screen, black screen behind it, and then it said 2022. And then you're just like, cool, we know it's coming. Same way God of War yeah. closed out their uh, press conference where it's just the logo. Kratos is the best voice. And then you're just like, we know we're getting it. Even if we It's
1: cool. Like, I like those reveals, but I think Nintendo has learned. Just like Square Enix has learned and just like Sony learned for a while there. Uh, you just don't announce stuff if you don't have a hard, fast... Re- like, like, you don't have a solid release date. Like... They learned it with Uncharted. They showed Uncharted like 20, like for like a 2014 release date. It came out in like 2016. So it was like two years off. They weren't even close. Uh, They did the same thing with Breath of the Wild. They announced it way too early. And like that struggle is like not easy to keep up the PR of that. Square Enix does it with Final Fantasy games all the time. Like they—they've learned at this point. The way to do it is you announce a game with a really solid understanding of when it's going to release, and you try your best to hit that date. And if you need to delay it once, that's fine. Yep. Um, but you can't delay it multiple times. Yep. Uh, or you just never put a date on it. Um, but you have to be confident that it's at least going to come out in a timely fashion. So, I don't think that they want to do that, and I respect them for not wanting. I would rather them not say anything.
0: Well, platoon two or three. We just got the basically 2022.
1: Are year away from that?
0: Yeah, but it, are we year? Are we a year and a half? Like, it's, yeah, I feel confident
1: you. that's coming out in the first half of 2022.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I believe that that game is also coming out in the first. I would say probably quarter. I think the other one
1: came out April. in July. I think yes, it did. Uh, the first one or the second one, rather. Second one. Um. So yeah, I mean, like, let's let's go into the future. now. Let's talk. What what is the rest of 2021? Yeah. Um I think we get more Smash characters, obviously. Yeah. Uh which is exciting and cool. I think we'll still get I mean I think we're supposed to get them before the second half of the year, we, the last two. Yeah, so. so
0: thinking about it, we got we're got one now, we're gonna get one going on the like three month ish cycle. Um I assume we need to get one before I would say like May, and then I get one in like August, and that's gonna close it out. Which yeah. which kind of please
1: Please just announce another pack. I want it.
0: Yeah, (laughs) For me, the thing I want is the most hype moments are during hype times like E3, like Summer Game Fest, and like, most importantly, the freaking Game Awards. So, because Game Awards is now the biggest uh, event to look at that we know is coming. Because, yeah, we've had so many press conferences and, yeah, we've had directs, but we don't know when that's happening. We do know like because also e3 is gone forever uh, we do know that the game awards is happening that it's here mm-hmm. so i i like i love that smash announcement for joker and sephiroth were two of the most fun moments i've ever had watching a screen and flipping out for yeah. video games so it's I, awesome yeah i hope we so, get so we have
1: that. that what do we get what's the big game what's the big fall game for because they have to have something
0: the, do they? Because they they yeah, basically I mean, it, flipped off the all of Nintendo for the past year and a half. And if you didn't like uh, Animal Crossing, which I know no, all you had Animal of
1: Crossing, really did, and you had Mario 3D All Stars,
0: Mario 3D All Stars is not.
1: It's 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 a big game. I mean, like it's sold a shit ton of 3D, copies, yeah. and it's and it's you could get, it's a bigger release than than uh, Skyward Sword. Sky and I think that we get. I think we definitely get um a bundle still of the Zelda games. I think you do that.
0: I I to don't to. even know. I, don't I think you know get
1: I want. think you get uh the three D remake of Ocarina of Time. I think you get Wind Waker and I think you get Twilight Princess. All three updated games and potentially Majora's Mask is like there as well. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Sell I, that for imagine them selling bucks. that for imagine them selling that for sixty dollars. Oh that would that would tilt so many people I like, they're, they're selling Sky Skyward Sword so for sixty bucks. Like, I, I don't know if that, they could do I that. I think they
0: would sell it for it. Eighty or a hundred?
1: They should sell it for eighty and otherwise they just release them individually for sixty dollars a piece.
0: <laughs> they could do that. <laughs> they could do that.
1: Just honestly just release every single one of these games like throughout the year or whatever. Like and just sprinkle them out. Like you have them ready to go.
0: Yeah.
1: Um yeah, I don't think we see Metro Prime for this year. I don't either. At all. I think that game is probably just trucking along and they, they should not show it. They showed it way too early and they had to restart on it, so like they probably right, need to have one less than the I there. think
0: that, that will be the swan song of switch number one
1: but which is i mean like that's really where it gets interesting because i don't know if you if we're close to the end
0: i don't think we are if we're,
1: if we're close to the end then like uh, that's that's in, that's an interesting problem that we have there um I, I, but if, I, if we aren't then
0: i don't think we are i think that we are now more than ever i think we are far away from a switch two. i think that yeah we are they would have, have to be years away from a switch two.
1: I hope so. Kinda. I don't know. It becomes two, a problem two, with
0: sorry. T- uh, twenty seventeen to twenty twenty three is when six seven years. Yeah. Yeah, but then what are
1: you what are you doing to release on this on this console if you're already if you're about to sunset it? Like you can't put out. Breath- then they're gonna be Breath of the Wild two for Switch and Switch Pro or whatever. Or Switch two. Breath
0: of the Wild two will be out next year, no matter what. It will be out in twenty twenty two. I would I will eat a, a I would eat something nasty if it is not out in 2022
1: so you think you think that they do breath of the wild and like the a new Mario game before the end of the console yeah. like
0: oh uh, maybe not a new Mario game but we might see either <sighs> I don't think we get a full new Mario game. Uh, now, I, I think that that would be too bold. You don't think we
1: get an Odyssey too?
0: No, I I do, but I think that, I that might do. be down the line. Um, I think we get
1: it, um, and I don't think it's that you far you we
0: get it on the on the Switch? Yeah, yeah. Why not? I, I I think that, I think that we have a better chance of seeing Metroid or Bayonetta before we see Mario Two. I think that like, yeah. just batting order. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah.
1: I mean Bayonetta was announced
0: forever forever ago. ago. Yeah, so,
1: and like. The games got to come out at some point. If it's not canceled, they, if I honestly like, they either got to cancel it or say something. Like it's getting ridiculous at this point. Um yeah. So yeah,
0: um, I um, I don't know. I'm really just I'm upset. I'm disappointed, and I think that I I don't even know what I want. But like, I
1: they... want more third party support potentially. Like I I there needs to be exciting games outside of nintendo games and they've had it for like the last few years like they released bioshock on there okay that's yeah. interesting they released like borderland that's interesting catherine like i like those games whatever more ports of, of like old games that people would be excited about the entire entire final fantasy series like come to their yeah. the console i want kingdom hearts to come really badly like yeah. just and that would be hype like it's an old game but like you just need those moments for this console to like kind of stay afloat and and guide us between the the Nintendo properties which we're obviously going to have a problem with over yeah. these, these next few years. So like that's that's why that direct sucked honestly.
0: Yeah, I dude and the third
1: party stuff was horrible. Yeah, like the biggest announcement
0: nothing the biggest announcement for outside Nintendo was that Fall Guys was coming and for me that was I, cool, yeah. I'm I'm getting upset at the fact that like These games, uh, the the other one big one that like comes to mind of getting finally on the Switch was Fortnite way back when, and it was like, oh, it's coming this summer Mm -hmm. and everything. Don't announce it unless it's that day. Like for me, it is one of those things. of you are porting this game over, and I understand that there's a lot that goes into it, but that would be such a good immediate satisfaction, a free game that you can play that day. Yeah, sure, you want the hype and everything. And Fall Guys, I played it on stream uh on Tuesday. Me, uh, by myself, for, like, an hour and a half, and then with AJ, uh, for, like, an hour and a half, had the time of our life. So many new games. We we got one perfect, uh, like, the perfect match, the matching game. And there's now a spinner in that game where you have to, like, jump over while you're still finding matches. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Like, that game that went yeah. from being the worst game is now the one of the best games. And Block Party can still go and screw itself. But, like, this game is awesome now. How awesome would it have been to be like, yep, it, it, I it's almost like an understanding of guys, we understand we got jack right now. We, we we're just put when we gotta put something we gotta throw some spaghetti on the wall, see if it'll stick. Like it's hard. But here, February, we're giving you a free, awesome game that has hype. Like Fall it's Guys, It's not free by the way. Fall Guys is not free. Oh, it's fifteen bucks. Still. Yeah. It has hype. And there, there just wasn't the hype. I, and I know that sounds like really lame, but these are moments that everyone's looking at you. For me, I, the rest of the year, I, I, I would be shocked if we didn't get Zelda. But like we were talking – was shocked that we didn't get a bundle of Zelda games now or like an announcement yeah. of when they're coming.
1: It's. I don't know why they would have done Skyward sword. I, I just don't understand it. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Like you have. It's. It's probably the least liked Zelda game. Yep. And they try to like sell it like it's like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Did, did you? Yeah. yeah it was so I, I weird. Saw it. I. I don't understand why they did that. I mean, like, I. It's a marketing move, but like, it's not a good one. Yep. Um. Because people aren't dumb. Like they know that people don't like this game that much. So like. For the 35th anniversary, like, there needs to be more there. There needs to be more to, to really sell people on on playing the Switch in 2021. And I think we get it eventually with the Zelda anniversary stuff, but who knows? I, like, I, but like,
0: what if that is their big... Because if there's a package like that, I'm nervous that that's their big move in November or October, whatever late year is. That, for me, would be disappointing. Ports and yeah. and packages like that can't be your big release. You gotta give us something that we haven't seen before. And yeah. I know I, that sounds like stupid.
1: I, I still think we get Mario Kart Nine.
0: Um by the way, are you scratching something on your desk?
1: Um uh, yeah, I'm touching the microphone there. So am speaking up there.
0: Um but I I would Why do we not have Mario Kart 9? It's ridiculous right. that we don't have Mario Kart Nine. It's ridiculous if that game Here's my biggest issue with it. If that game was coming out this year, let's just say it is. Mm-hmm. Why on this direct are you not closing with that, and then the next one closing with Splatoon?
1: I agree. Yeah,
0: that's why uh, I, I, I yes. Yeah.
1: That that's it's a good point. Uh, I, I Nintendo's weird though. So like, you never know because <laughs> because they did shit like this before, like where stuff has been announced before stuff that was. Come, like yeah coming sooner. M- like coming sooner so i i think that it's still possible and i i don't know if they want to show all their cards for this year because they want to still have exciting stuff to show for yeah. the second half of the year especially since since this is just focusing on the first half like you need something to show for the second half so yeah. if they they need to call co- like they need to close out the next direct with something that is the second half banger yep um because the first half banger was skyward sword yeah so there's that that would so, you need something here. It's ridiculous. But you, you want to still generate hype for 2022. So, you do Splatoon and that, that book ends. Okay. Like, we have our first half. We have the future thing. We will show the second half of the year later and then maybe show another future thing in that direct. Yeah. And I think that's what they do. And I think that we get Mario Kart 9, which is exciting. And I'm excited to play that game, obviously. But for me, like, that's not like this. It's not Breath of the Wild. It's yeah. not another Mario game. It's not. Metro Prime 4 so it's exciting and I think that it'll it'll move the needle I think we probably get another Pokemon remake yep. this second half of the year. so if they next direct if the next direct is Mario Kart 9 and a Pokemon remake I think that's enough for a lot of people yeah. for the rest of the year
0: I, I and Mario I think Kart, that's the
1: bare minimum
0: Mario Kart 9 is in, in my opinion like the smallest step down of a tier for Nintendo games like, the biggest of the big boys would be a new Mario platformer, would be a new Breath of the Wild, or a new Zelda game, and Smash. I think that those mm-hmm. three are in, like, a total tier of their own on Nintendo properties.
1: And yeah, then when it comes ap- to quality, when it comes to, like, yeah, I don't know, I don't want to say that, that Mario Kart 8 isn't, like, quality, yet, but because it, it is, it's just, like, it. at the end of the day, it's just a kart racer. Yeah. And that's, like, not the same as, like, this, like, massive, like, RPG, or yeah. whatever, or it, this... It, it,
0: Classic platform. But then when you talk about hype and I like the I, I go and I knock on my neighbor's door, I'm like, you wanna play some Mario Kart? And they're like, let's strap up. Like I and you can do that with literally anyone. It is that friendly and loved of a game, especially like you go on TikTok right now, like there's Mario Kart videos. Like there's like mm-hmm. people love Mario Kart Wii and people are doing challenges with Mario Kart because it's that friendly. like our parents have like touched a Wii controller and played a race of Mario Kart before. Just because right. that, that's what it is it is that known and that loved and that easy and that friendly and awesome. So I, di- I don't think they – I kind of would be okay if it is Mario Kart 9. Yeah, hold your cards back because that's good enough. That is mm-hmm. solid enough. If, if we got just a Smash reveal in Mario Kart 9 during this direct, it would be good enough. It, I, yeah. I, I, really, I really believe that everyone would be on board with what just happened. I don't think it would be a, a banger. I don't think That's everyone true. would be losing their mind. But the fact that Skyward Sword <laughs> was there, everybody shut up. This is going to be our thing for the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I I think that Skyward Sword, I think that Mario Garfield will sell more copies than Skyward Sword. Maybe. I
1: ridiculous. mean, they're both kind of niche titles a little bit, yeah. but Zelda Zelda is, like...
0: Zelda's bigger, but yeah. Mario Golf is, one, Mario, two, it comes out before that, and everybody hasn't t- bought a Switch game, like, a new Switch game in a minute. Mm. Like, I, like, I think that Mario Golf has a chance to outsell, and that's ridiculous. That shouldn't be a question. Mario Golf shouldn't be your biggest seller in the first uh half of a year first quarter of a year first whatever so if we get mario kart 9 i think that that's fine i think that we a pokemon remake is in the card i hope i hope it's gen 4 because i'm a gen 4 person that's what i like got kind of grew up with and that's the game that i played but Uh gen 5 is also really cool if it's either of those two i'm super in um yeah i don't know it's it's also one of those cool things that like we're getting old enough that like gen 4 and gen 5 are now like cool old ones where like they used to be like new basically it's fun yeah. that they those, those are, are like ds like, games yeah which is like strange yeah right um yeah. but yeah i i'm just upset i'm really upset and nintendo does such a good job of giving quality titles to they just know what they're doing they're the people that have done it so well for three years now like Every bit that they've done is so awesome, and they are definitely running their own race. They don't look at Sony. They don't look at Microsoft. They're not trying to play the same game. I don't think Microsoft's trying to play the same game. I think all three uh, like companies are playing different games at this point, uh, hmm. with Sony playing the most like straight-up uh, Xbox going with streaming and like trying to produce the future of gaming. And uh, with Nintendo, it is just we're going to produce quality games that are 60 dollars and we're going to have weird releases and sorty characters and they they're just so Nintendo. They they're child games and I'm just I'm just upset.
1: Yeah. It sucks. So yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Um luckily like I feel like there's enough to play on everything else that I'm not like so disappointed with nintendo that like it's the end all be all but if you're a nintendo gamer and like that's all you have and all you play like i get it um, yeah. i get that it's really disappointing but and, i think we have hope for the second half of the year and i think that it could be really solid and i think that if we if we have to trade in one or two bad years for nintendo to have three years like we just had i'm okay with that i and i like, think that's where we're overhead
0: i yeah. but i think 2022, I, I don't know if we get Mario Kart. That's my biggest thing, this year. 2022, I like I said, I would lose my mind if we didn't get Breath of the Wild. Like three yeah. years after the announcement, but it was 2019, so we had all the summer of 2019, like through 2020, 2021, and then you got all the way to November basically, because you're not going to release a game in December, um, like that of that quality. All that time after announcement and it's in the same world as Breath of the Wild one so you have like the graphics basically you have a lot of the bones that that you need to make a game and yeah I know that there's storyboarding there's a whole like it's hard it's not easy but huh. it is that same idea and combat system excuse me and stuff like that I I just would be I would be shocked if we didn't get that and then like I said, 2023, I think we're closing out the generation with things like Bayonetta 3, like Metroid. I, I, Like like you said, I am flabbergasted we haven't seen a Metroid Prime trilogy collection yet. That's absurd to me. That it is makes sense. absurd. It
1: doesn't mean – it's just free money. Like, dude. Like, it, it really is. I don't is. understand.
0: It's the same way that, like, Disney is so freaking good at us being like, and we have this Marvel property, and we're just going to re-release the Star Wars collection you know, 15th time, and everybody that loves Star Wars is going to re-buy it, and we have that. And it's like, to bring out the dump truck of money, it's going to produce every single time. Every single time, and you have mm-hmm. these awesome games. Yeah, if they release any Zelda game, and I'm pretty sure that they're sort of like proving it with Skyward Sword, the worst of the worst, by saying, you're going to give us 60 bucks for it. You're going to do mm-hmm. it. We, uh, we know that you're going to do it, because you like Nintendo enough, and it's it's redonk. It's redonk. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's only worth it for people who haven't played it at all, like yep. me. I well, think I think the people who have already played it really shouldn't support this business practice, like, at all. But here's what it is. All else. right.
0: Connor Evans, final words to Nintendo. You're talking to Mr. Nintendo. You're talking to Doug Bowser himself right now. What, what advice, just closing it out, what advice would you have for the next Direct in the future of Nintendo? Yeah, I
1: kind of like what I'd say. i'm just gonna say take your time like i you've given us such good games for the first quarter or whatever of of, half of this console's life cycle that like i'm okay with you having a lackluster direct here and there it's fine
0: for me my advice would be have an understanding of expectations go if you're not gonna do bangers make it clear before the direct starts that Breath of the Wild 2 is not there. Make it clear that certain things aren't there. And allow Mm -hmm. your expectations to be what it is. I fully agree with what you just said. Take your time. Make good games. You guys absolutely murdered it for three years. And two years off, sure, I'm fine with it. It's whatever. Especially if you can go and say, okay, 2020, we had Animal Crossing, and then 2021, we had X game. And then you're able to go back to your two-a-year, three-a-year bangers. Hmm. Take your time. But with these directs especially, make it very clear what's going to be there, what's not going to be there. Or, or or mainly just what's not going to be there. Because if you went – if they went and said, hey, Breath of the Wild 2 is not there, I think a lot of expectations would have been reined in. I think yeah. a lot of people would have just immediately had an understanding of, okay, maybe we – what's – gonna be that other big thing and that other big thing would have been splatoon and i think splatoon would have been a lot more hype than being it being compared to wait but i thought we could have gotten breath of the wild and now we're getting splatoon like that right that that makes that announcement a lot le- less and more. also make
1: it shorter like just make the direct shorter and strip a lot of stuff out there yep. like just make it a 20 minute direct and have the things that people would actually care about like nobody cares about Metopia. i'm sorry yeah. like it's like a remake of like a 3ds game that not a lot of people liked in the first place. So like, just put that in like out on a video like on a any given Tuesday and, and just go or from there.
0: But do a direct mini that I don't have to go and get excited and watch about. Like right. and I can just read an article on. If you're gonna go and say first direct of 500 days, make it very clear on what we're getting, and if those expectations are put in check, it's not on us. We're dumb. The consumers are dumb. Let us go, and if you take away some of that speculation, it'll be a lot better. And I, I really believe if they said no Breath of the Wild, everyone would have looked at this a lot better if we knew that going into it. So, right. Closing it out, Connor. Let's do some rapid fire.
1: All right, starting out. Oh, that uh, was fun.
0: I love I love talking crap about Nintendo. Not actually, I'm I'm, I'm rooting for yeah. Nintendo. You know.
1: Uh, what's the best horror game you've played?
0: Horror game I've played? I haven't played a horror game. You've never played a horror game? I don't game? think I've ever played a horror game. And here's why. I watched you play Dead Space, I, I believe it was 2, with the needle in the eye sequence. And it scarred me for life, Connor. It <laughs> scarred me for life. Like, I, you're like, take a second. That game ruined the idea of playing horror games and so uh, uh, that
1: if, made that made my idea of playing horror games for me like i which, i would have never done that in forever and speaking I, of which,
0: if you what, want me to play uh, if you want me to freak out uh, go watch me stream resident evil 7 you know what i'm saying yeah
1: right resident evil <laughs> 7 scary as fuck yeah oh, especially what, that first little bit oh my
0: god what, what uh what's your favorite Stressful. horror game?
1: pt probably P- uh
0: i okay i'm pretty sure i backseat watched you play all all the pt it's like two hours right
1: uh it depends on if you know what you're doing and i'm almost is there, is there you have...
0: a baby in that game in a certain yeah. area yeah like, there's um,
1: like a baby in like a sink. sink
0: okay i have seen that on our old like tv in the basement like i'm not sure i watched okay. you play all of it but i i remember you being like not only talking about it i everyone knows what pt is now dude it's before we break into it do you think that we could get a surprise announcement today like a silent hill
1: Ooh, yeah, that's possible. That's definitely possible especially because of um the news that Konami is like outsourcing all their properties at this point. They're basically pulling like the Lucasfilm games yep. and and Marvel yep. with their properties and they they apparently gave it to like a Japanese studio. So maybe um yeah, so uh, PT's is my favorite. I think that game is a masterclass in horror and it's it's something that could only be a game. Yep. Um which I think it's really cool um what's the best playstation console
0: <laughs> comes down to two uh two consoles i would say the ps2 and the ps4 um uh-huh. i think you just gotta go with the ps4 it's that that it's generation not even, it's
1: not even close it's not even close it's the ps4
0: yeah it, you start out the generation as strong as you did and then it, it's funny that we're talking about uh the switch and then the playstation just year after year They just had such a good understanding of what to do. And they started out slow, but then you did see certain games get ported over like GTA V, like The Last of Us Remastered. And then after moments like that, when they allowed their first party to really play and you had Infamous. And then everything just afterwards was just such gas. They had such a good understanding. And then the 2016 uh, Sony press conference where they just basically set up the rest of their entire life cycle of what the console is going to be is as a Nute- not Nintendo as a Sony fan looking back at that moment holy shit <laughs> like it yeah it what that was a master class of how to go and do announcements and uh, yeah
1: it really was killer um, yeah so PS4 um, would you like to see a days gone sequel
0: I'm gonna as be somebody done. who hasn't even I'm, I'm going to make a bold statement. I think Days Gone would work better as like, a TV show. Like From what I've seen yeah. and heard of that game, it's I, I know it would basically just be like Walking Dead-esque, but like, if you go and put that in the right hands of a certain production team like HBO, like I even think, I, I know that they produce bad TV shows, but like the CW with the amount of fiction that they do, I think that that works better. I don't think we need a Days Gone 2. Um, I think that, that IP, yes, it had its fans base, and they, the fans w- enjoyed it way more than the critics hated it sort of deal. Uh, but I don't know. I think that there's a place where Day's Gone, and I think that there's a place where day Gone too. But as it being Nintendo First part, not Nintendo, so we're talking so much Nintendo today. As it being Sony First Party, I feel like the bar is so freaking high now, mm-hmm. like freaking through the roof, you know? I yeah. really don't uh hmm. I'm actually curious. I, I just don't think we need another one. Like the bar is literally way too high for what you expect from Sony First Party. Even with games like Detroit Become Human, like that game was as not of as much of a banger as a ghost or a Last of Us or a Horizon. It still like was really solid across the board, numbers wise and review wise and the players love that game so yeah i i just don't think we need it i i feel like now with sony studios you have to go and produce produce something great like i think the bar is greatness and then anything beyond that is what we get with games like god of war and the last of us so
1: right right um i i think we get a days gone too and i think that that's shown by um the fact that it's coming to PC now, yep. I think that you don't do that unless you're trying to generate hype for a sequel, and I think that that's why we're doing it. Um, I think Sony's plan for releasing games on PC like a few years after their release is so good, it's such a yeah. good idea. Because um, because you've not? already mil- you've you've already milked it for all it's worth. I think I think the way that Xbox do- Xbox does it with releasing games day and date on PC um, from a business standpoint, like it, it makes them look really good. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it like makes a lot of sense if they're trying to sell consoles, but here, like you get both best of both worlds. You get to sell consoles um, because people want to play games when they come out and the people who don't, you let them wait for it on PC um, later down the line. So I think it's good. Um, So I think days gone two is happening. I think the reason I want to see it happen is because from what I understand, days gone one is like assassin's Creed one. It's like, okay, we get the idea here and we think this is a good idea, But I think it just needs more time. It needs like uh, a second, uh, a coat of paint to really kind of flesh it out. And I think that's why we get it. And I think that Bend proved themselves to be able to put out a high-selling game. Like it was one of the best-selling games in 2019. And it came out in 2018.
0: So did it? No, no. I think it
1: was 2019, early 2019. Yeah, I think Um, that
0: that was their early game, and then they had Ghost, not Ghost. Death uh, Stranding. Death Stranding. R- I was... Hey, I hated Oshima. It was just like in my head. Um,
1: so yeah. I And I, I would be excited to see what they do. Um, yeah. With I, that franchise. I
0: think that it's a lot like a second season of certain sitcoms where you go and you have such a good eye... Like you're trying to put in place what these characters could end up being. So you're mm-hmm. sort of throwing everything against the wall of like, let's make Tom Haverford sort of like a jim S character. But that's not who Tom Haverford ends up being, you know? He ends up being a completely different baller, playboy, whatever you want to call him, and you're able to see that more flushed out. I feel like Days Gone was that like, okay, zombies, boom, like what right. zombies bikers with upgrades and cool stuff like that. But now that that's there, let's get a kick-ass story behind it. Let's get real awesome voice actors behind this, and let let's make a really cool game. I think that there's a place for it. I just don't know if we get one. And honestly, I like I said, I think that it. A thing like that could be better on a TV screen. Yeah. Uh, all, right. all right, dude. I love this show. Uh, this is. Uh, I'll after this because we got uh, three minutes of conversation to have after this. But uh, yeah, I freaking love this show. All right. And if you guys love this show, go over to Spotify, follow us on the Casual Gaming Conversation page over there. If you like entertainment and me talking about things like Tom had referred. Go to the Casual Entertainment uh, Conversation page on Spotify or YouTube. We have an absolute ball talking about streaming services for the bonus episode due to you guys' support back in January. We filmed that. It's up already. With all this, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Go to the Nevins Island page, subscribe, do all that fun stuff, hit the bell. We post so much. So I love getting those notifications in the morning. It makes me so hyped to be like, all right, we got three videos that came out today. Let's go. Like, it's it's good stuff. Um, this will be up on Friday morning. So go uh, also check out the full Jordan Christine Caraway podcast. She's absolutely awesome. One of the most funny, amazing people that has and almost probably will ever be on that podcast. We had a blast hanging out with her. She absolutely killed it. That will be up in its entirety on Spotify and YouTube under the Nevins Island uh, podcast page. Check that out. Had an absolute blast with her. Overall, casual gaming conversation. We'll be back next week, Thursday at some time. It says late night. It might be midday. It might be whenever. But we will be on Spotify and YouTube the next day no matter when we go and shoot the show. So have a good day and uh, peace out.